Welcome to Agents Only, the number one place for real estate agents. You're joined by your hosts, Matt Steinwade and Amy Callister. So excited this week because after hours and hours of work, we are finally here. We have finally made it. Agent School is live and we've literally perfected every single part of it. I'm sure that you're just as excited as me, yeah? I am, Amy. You got me to um you got me to, <laughs> to do it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it took a little thing, but I did get you there. <laughs> And you've made it a lot better than I could do myself. That's great. Thank you. Oh, I think, honestly, I always wanted to create a space that had someone with your expertise in it. And it's not every single day you get to learn from somebody like you, Matt. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart, like watching what you've done with your business and what you continue to do in constant growth. To learn from somebody that's doing it, I think we're going to be the only space that does that. But What I wanted to do, and I know that I see all the time on your social media, I see the messages, Maddie, people want to connect with you and they want to learn. So what I wanted to do is create a place regularly where we could get our community to ask questions and I could come to you and share those questions with you and we could provide key insights into what they need to be implementing in their business right now. So for me, without a doubt, that is the market's calling. And I wanted to ask Matt Steinwade, who has sold in every single market I know of, good markets, the best markets in Australia, the worst markets, what do agents need to be doing right now? Okay, well, they, they, uh, the first thing they need to do is protect their mindset. So that your mindset will create the outcome and your energy levels and also emotion. So that's the first thing, because it can play with your mind massively. You can go from a superstar to just really struggling to even get a deal together. So that's the first thing. That's the first place that I go to. And my team, I've got to be the energy that my team needs to see. So I've got to lead by example. Not everybody's going to have a team, but even if you're a solo agent, it's good to have someone like an accountability partner. You've got to be that energy. You're going to get up every day and give it 100% when literally the market is just puttering along. Like, And some days you're going to have nothing. You're going to work so hard. You get to the end of the day and go, what do I even do today? Like no results. And you, you might have no results for a week, two or three while you're adjusting to the market, depending how experienced you are. I totally love that. And I, I think I would be right in saying this because obviously I get to work with you so closely. One of the things I've loved about you is like when the media hype kicks up, I watched through COVID, I watched you exactly do it. When the media hype, like when it hypes up, and everything's, oh, everything's going to die. You just completely cut out that noise. Is that, would you say that's true? I do. I, I literally double down on what I can do. So, yes, I've ridden through the GSC, COVID and all of this. But in a way, Emmy, it, it actually, I go, I go inward. And I, I say to myself, someone has to do well in any market. And I want to be that person. Just so as a reference point, I'm not on here as a trainer. Okay, so like I understand I'm sharing all of my experiences and system, which works really well, and it's worked for many years. But but what I am is I'm a real estate agent in exactly the same client uh, climate as each one of these agents listening to this right now. So I'm not sitting here going, oh yeah, just do this and do that, and it's easy. It's not easy. It, it is not easy. But what I've done is I've increased my targets. 
And the reason for that is I think it's a stretch market right now. And when you've got a challenge in front of you and you're keen, you're pumped, you're living a life that you're looking for better and better and better personally, like I constantly am, fitness, work, personal, I'm always trying to find the next best place for myself because when you're in that growth mode, you have motivation, you have excitement, you want to do well. But if you start to ease into it's not happening, oh my goodness, like it's so tough. I don't talk to anyone about any challenge that I have, no one. My team, we might talk about different challenges, but I'm not out there saying the market's this and the market's that. I'm literally saying to myself and my team, who wants to sell a property today and who wants to buy a property today? That's love, all I focus I just love that so much because I so people just constant, like, constantly see this noise and create it as more oxygen. You know, there's only one, one way you put out a fire and that's give it no oxygen. And I just love, I mean, I'm constantly trying to keep up with you, but I obviously love your constant goal setting. Maddie, one of the questions I'm constantly getting asked and I really wanted to ask you is when it comes to your vendor conversations, like obviously there's going to be agents out there that haven't sold in this market right now. So how are you managing those conversations or what key dialogue are you using? Okay, let's go back. Can I go back to my own targets just for one sec yeah. just to put into reference for people? So 20 and 20 is where my team operates in a great market, 20, 25 sales a month somewhere like that. So we've increased them to 30, not because the market, but the growth that we've been experiencing. So we've been on 2020 for a long time. And I'm like, we're going to sell 30 and 30. This month, we didn't. We're at 20. Okay. So, but I'm, I literally, if I could show you our group WhatsApp in our team, we are talking our way to success. Every conversation we have with ourselves is 30 and 30, 30 and 30. We just Text each other, 30 and 30, 30 and 30. My whole, last night I had a team meeting. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we have a hot buyer, hot seller meeting every morning without fail, non-negotiable with my team. And it's like, who have we got? Who wants this? Who wants that? Just last night, me, Trev, Jordan and Charlie work together every day. We talk all day. Last night we have this meeting and we don't do this in a buoyant market, by the way. We have one team meeting on a Monday. But because it's like there's so much momentum, it's ridiculous in a buoyant market. It's now it's E, we have to be the energy that we want to see in the marketplace as well. Just by doing that last night, I force it out of people. I'm like, Jordan, who did you meet today? Who wants to sell a house today? Who is on your hot list? The other thing is, how many you got on your hot list? Charlie had 10, not enough. He needs 30. Jordan, six or something, not enough. He needs 30. I need 20 to 30 myself not enough i've got about 10 trev he's got about 20 something like that so collectively we've got this pool that we're constantly fishing constantly we're constantly skimming it constantly you know last night out of that meeting today we sold i shouldn't say sold almost sold one property they're coming back again tomorrow with architects we were already working with that buyer and that property has been on the market for three months with us we didn't match it we didn't match it ourselves. We missed it. And just by working with that together and forcing ourselves to sink, to sink, to sink, our goal is one sale and one listing a day. Not much. One listing and one sale a day. That's it. 30 and 30. But to do that, we have to be so hyper-focused. I'm not sitting there watching the five o'clock news saying the price is reducing. I'm sitting there saying, who wants to buy a house? So what you focus on, you get. 
and just by that, like we're a very experienced team. We we run really fast. We do great business together, but we missed it. But if we didn't have that meeting and I forced it out of everybody, Trev goes, I've got the buyer for that. These other people needed to, they need to sell their house. They bought another one. But we've been trying and trying and buyer and buyer and nothing and low offers this and that. Today, I reckon we're going to sell that thing just because we are the energy that we needed to see. So that's just a tip for people. You need to be digging deep, so deep right now, because buyers aren't going to walk across and say, hey, I'm going to write a checkout for that house. You have to be enthused and you've got to sell right now. What I mean by sell is you've got to be, hey, I need to show you this house. Even if they don't want to go sometimes, but you know it's sort of right, you've got to drag them there. Drag them there, walk them through the house. You need to do that. Here's a stat I want people to remember. It takes seven buyer appointments to sell one house. So our, our team goal is 10 buyer appointments a day, minimum, minimum. So we want to do, we, I would like to do 14, but 14 doesn't always happen every day. So 10 minimum every day, non-negotiable is our target. Because if we do that across two days, we will sell one to two houses, not guaranteed, but mostly. That's how we keep our numbers steady. It's so insightful because obviously it's just those key points of communication and always making sure as a team you're communicating. But even if you're a solo agent, looking out into your database and saying, does that buyer already exist for that house? And it's just about picking up the phone and making it happen, right? Yeah, and team up with someone in your office. Just say every Monday, Wednesday and Friday, let's have a hot buyer, hot seller meeting or do it as an office. Like it's this... It's just together connected energy that I reckon breeds the result because at, at the moment, if you just sort of just let it cruise along, everything's cruising along. Someone said to me today, and I would have no idea. Someone said to me today, it was a buyer agent. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was one of my owners. She said, you know, last month, only one property sold in Terrigal. One. Last month. Wow. And, and I'm like, was it last month or last week? One of the two, I can't remember. And she goes, only one. She goes, I'm so glad you sold my property. And I was like, yeah, I know. There you go. And she goes, um, she, she said, but if I got caught up in those stats, you'd be paralyzed. You'd be like, oh, shivers. And see how it can play with your mind? Yeah. Whereas if you go to work every day just thinking, who wants to sell a house and who wants to buy a house? It almost protects your mindset. Next question. Sorry, Amy. Amy. No, I think that was amazing. Um, conversation. So obviously you mentioned on it there, and I think it's a great segue. Um, communication. You know, I guess agents are going to be sitting there, Maddie, and they're going to be like, how do I tell them? Like, I obviously I want to get this person signed up to list with me, like desperately. But I've all I've been saying is the market is the best it's ever been for the last, you know, that's all I know. So conversations right now, like what is some key dialogue around the shifting market that people can sort of use or tap into when it comes to really clear communication with a potential seller or even buyer? Is this listing a house or handling a house already? I reckon listing is more important. Like I think I think they can maybe tap into agent school and all that stuff, all those videos you did, Maddie. But what about listing? Like I know you went into that in the video, but I think most importantly, like you're sitting in front of a potential seller. Okay, there's two things. They're, they're um, an owner. You've still got to get the listing, but you don't want to get the listing at a price where it feels uncomfortable for you. So like you can secure business now, but if you walk out of it deflated because you know it's just grossly overpriced, probably not the best listing. You can't get them all right either. So don't think I sit on the end of this call and say I list everything perfectly. I don't. 
but I take time with an owner when I price things. I, I take a lot of time and they're not silly. They're going to research a lot before they talk to you. And I think honesty, they feel. I really do. I think honesty, they connect with. And if you sat there and said to an owner, look, all the comparables are 2 million to 2.2. They're the most recent comparables. How do you feel about that? They're like, oh, I would like a little bit more if possible. Then I would say to them, do you keep up with the market in general? I'm like, yes, a little bit of the heat's come out of it. Yes, I think the 2 to 2.2 is probably where you're going to get the market to respond. Not many houses are selling in the competitive range now. There's, there's less people competing for houses. And they're like, yeah, I've noticed that. I'm not saying you can't, but I'm, there's nothing better than a property that's listed correctly in the current market. It's called price sensitive. So what I think we should do is go to market at 2 to 2.2 and just see how they respond. If we, for some reason, we get two buyers, that's great. It'll end up a little bit over that, but not all properties are doing that right now. How do you feel about that? And that's what I would say. And you don't, you don't want to take their hope away in the beginning, but you do want to set it up right because if it's not right from the beginning in the current market or near right, or they're not on board with, if you've just told them there's heaps of buyers and someone unreal and whatever else, that's a lie. And that's not going to sell that property, probably. Or they're going to be really unhappy with what you've said. So I always like to sit on a price point that I feel, yes, the market will respond well here. Let's work through it together. I'll give you clear feedback. Part of my listing presentation is communication. I show them how I communicate. I show them what I do. I show them how I'm going to help them manage their property and navigate through the market. So by the time you get to the end of the listing presentation, they've got all the info, they've got all the strategy, and they understand you're working together as a partnership, not you've just told them this price, and if you get it, you're a superhero, and if you don't, they're gonna hate you. So that's the way I handle listing it. Um, and then same, same as handling it during the listing, um, during the, the um, sales process, there's a, a thing that you, you can't do as an agent in this marketplace, and that's rescue owners. So if you've said 2 to 2.2 and the feedback's coming in at 1.8 or 1.9, be honest. And you've got to be blunt. I have a saying called the blunter the better. But here's the reason that they'll get annoyed with you. One, you haven't been transparent in the beginning and said pricing at the moment, it's strategic and we've got to see how the market responds. So let's work through it together and I'll give you clear information on the way through. We'll assess it together. But also, um, when if it's less than where it needs to be and you haven't serviced the owner extraordinarily well, and to give you an idea, I talk to owners two and three times a day at the moment. The majority of them, two to three times a day. I'm meeting with them. Some of them I'm meeting with them every second or third day I just pop in this is where we're up to not because I need to but I know the value of sitting there with an owner and listening to their anxiety helping them calm helping them understand there is a path getting them to feel what the market's doing I'm over servicing people as my number one priority right now 
because the more I service them, the more I build their emotional bank, the more they'll listen and the more they'll not look at me and go, hey, you haven't delivered. Because if they see you're doing everything you physically can, there's only two reasons they won't reduce price. One is service and two is evidence. So if I'm over-servicing them, they're fine with me. They're like, you can't do anything else. If I'm giving them clear evidence, and I say to them, the market is shifting a little bit, but this is what the buyers are saying. What would you like to do? They've got two choices, work with it or take their home off the market. That's it. And I leave those choices with them along the way. If they want to sell and it's a motivated marketplace, I only work with motivated people right now as much as possible. When I take their listing on, I think, are they really selling? If they just want a price, then it's probably not the best listing. And they probably won't list with me because I'm quite blunt about it, but not rude, just blunt. This is where I think it is. I don't think this is going to be delivered. I'd rather tell you now and disappoint you today rather than in three months' time. And they probably won't list right now. But if they're motivated, you've done everything you can, you're over-servicing them, they become raving fans, the price is a little less, they want to move, they will listen to you and they will sell because you're giving them evidence, clear evidence along the way. I think you just gave everyone like so many magic bullets and it's quite funny because I've seen you, I don't think you realise, but I've actually seen you calm a vendor and even like the way your body language was, like I was just in awe of you. It was like, ah, oh, <laughs> calm me down at the same time. I've seen <laughs> I was sitting at the front terrible office just before a meeting and a person came in, but it is so, so important. So I think those key takeouts, Maddie, if I'm right, number one, reduce the noise and get super hyper-focused. Communication and conversations both with your vendors and within your team is key. And nurturing your potential pipeline and making sure that you're having every single conversation that you can. And lastly, honesty is always the best policy when it comes to an adjusting market. Obviously, you guys can join both me and Matt in Agent School, which is www.agentschool.com.au. Maddie, I adore you. Emmy, Emmy, can I say two things? Yeah. I know I'm going over time. Do you mind? No, of course not. Okay, the next thing is that, that um, agents need to do is keep prospecting. You've yeah. got to keep listing. You've got to keep listing, even though you might have more than usual. New stock is the best stock. Owners that want to sell and it's new stock, you almost get them positioned right from day one. It's the old stock that lags over that's a difficult one. Okay, so that's, that's one. And the other thing is you have to be in the best physical form of your life right now. You have to be training eating well, not drinking, focus is all health and running at a frequency. I'm not telling people not to drink, but I don't drink for this very reason. I don't want to wake up tomorrow morning and be half-half. I want to run faster, better and harder than ever. Champions shine in times like this and it doesn't mean everything goes easy for them, but this is the time where you're going to learn a lot, you're going to stretch a lot and here's the reason why, Amy, because if you, if you kill it in this market, when the market changes again and it starts going up, you're going to write three times the business because you're the standout. That's my two cents worth. I adore you to bits. I can't wait to share this entire school with everyone. Maddie, thank you so much for giving me your time and for letting me be part of this incredible opportunity with you. Bye, Amy. See you later. Bye. For more information and exclusive access to Matt Steinway's bulletproof listing strategy and prospecting systems, along with media and marketing school, visit www.agentschool.com.au.